0: Hello and welcome to the Coast Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We hope that this message would inspire you, that it would build your faith, and that it would give you perspective on how God is moving in your life. So be blessed and enjoy the message. Wonderful. Uh, I just love Pastor John and Lorette. They are such precious, precious friends of ours. And um, that was so powerful. Thank you, Pastor John. That was really powerful. We're going to do something great together, church. We really are. And the miracles God has done already, but nothing compared to what we are going to see. Well, I am so glad to be here with you sharing God's Word today, wherever you are. Give me a little wave. I know I can't see you, but give me a little wave anyway. Oh yeah, I got some waves here. (laughs) That's so good. Hey, if I don't know you, I just want to say hello and welcome. I'm Amy. And together with my husband, Jono, we are the pastors of Tweed Coast Church. It's such a privilege to pastor this incredible group of people who God has a real plan and purpose for. But I just want to let you know, if you're joining us today, that we, I already love you. I don't. I don't. Haven't met you yet, but I already love you. And I hope that you really, uh, your eyes are lifted today. Your heart is lifted. That peace comes into your heart because God has a great plan and purpose for your life today. And it's no accident that you've joined us today. It's no accident that you've, um, you know, um, how do you do this? I was going to say logged in, but that's not a thing, is it? You haven't logged in. You've joined in. I don't know. <laughs> chimed in. It's no accident because God has something to say to us today. Okay, so if you joined us last week, um, I spoke about a message called Crossing Over. And really, I just shared about how I've been really intrigued over the last couple of months about the story of Israel, about how they went from um, slavery in Egypt and they found themselves in a wilderness place. And I think why I've been so intrigued by the Israelites and their story is that I kind of see so many parallels in where we are at the, are at the moment. Um, I, you know you might find yourself in a wilderness place at the moment. I think you know in a small way, we all feel generally a little bit in a wilderness place because the whole world for once is in pretty much the same situation, which is really quite incredible. Don't you think that's incredible? Normally, you know, in a certain country, they would be going through something or maybe a certain group of people. But it's quite intriguing that at the moment around the world, it seems like quite a wilderness place. And I think that that's why the story of the Israelites stands out to me, because they didn't do the right things in the wilderness. They they. They couldn't have helped that they went to the wilderness. Actually, that was God's plan. He took them out of somewhere and then they found themselves in this wilderness place, this dry place, this barren place, a place that felt uncomfortable, a place that didn't feel familiar. And yet in the middle of that, God was looking for something because he wanted to take them somewhere. And he wants to take your life somewhere. He wants to take us somewhere, Tweed Coast Church. He doesn't, it isn't his plan for us to live in the wilderness. Yes, we might find ourselves in amongst this world that we live in at the moment. We're a part of the world. And so we are a part of what's happening in the world. And yet, what was it about the Israelites that stopped them from going into all that God wanted them to do? And I, for one, I don't want to stay any longer in the wilderness than what I need to. I want to get it right, okay? And so I think that this is a word for all of us today. I'm so glad you've joined us. If you joined last week, um, I I just shared from this Psalm 78. And it says, The story of Israel is a lesson in God's ways. Notice that it's a lesson in God's ways. So it was a lesson. They refused to love him with all their hearts. They did all the wrong things, okay? Okay. When the battle began, they retreated and ran away in fear. They didn't really believe the promises of God. They refused to trust him and move forward in faith. Such a powerful. And when I read that the first time, those, those scriptures just stood out to me so, so much. Firstly, they refused to do the most important thing. And that was the first thing, the first commandment, they refused to love God with all of their hearts. They refuse to love Him. When we get the first thing right, all the other things follow, right? So we talked about even this week, I just want to encourage you, put Jesus first, put loving Him first in your life. Don't make it more complicated than that. Just put Jesus first. Then notice what happened when they didn't put Jesus first, when they didn't keep loving Him, they became fearful and they wanted to turn back to the things that they already knew. They didn't want to keep going. And so... When we draw close to God's love, fear has to go. So draw close to God's love this year, This, this year, yes, but this week. And you watch as fear goes. But I want to go on today and I want to talk about those last two things that they didn't do well, okay? They didn't really believe the promises of God. They didn't really believe the promises of God. You know, uh, you heard Pastor John speak just before about how 10, 11 years ago, we came down to plant this church, Tweed Coast Church. And I remember little conversations with God along the way, and, but one that's always stood out to me, and he's kept on saying it again and again. He's like, Amy, all you need to do is believe in me. All you need to do is believe in me and keep on believing in me. Because your belief opens the door to everything that God has for you. And the only thing that can stop God doing what he wants to do in your life is when we stop believing. Isn't that incredible? Now, I wish there was a one, two, three on how to believe, but honestly, it's just to believe and keep on believing. I know many of you, God has given you promises over your life. And at the moment, you feel like you're in a wilderness and they seem so far away. They seem like, how am I ever going to get there? Can I tell you, God says the same thing. Just keep believing. Just believe in me because He is the miracle worker. He is the way maker. We can't make it happen ourselves. But the promises of God are yes and amen. I want to ask you what truth you are believing. What truth are you believing? Because there is a truth that is above all truth and that is the truth of the Word of God. The Word of God, it transcends every other truth in our life. And at the moment, there are so many truths. I don't know, people are saying they're true and I'm not sure if it's true. I don't know what to believe. I do actually know what to believe. And that is the Word of God that transcends every time and every culture, every situation, every circumstance. The Word of God is the truth. You know, Jesus was so radical when He came. He spoke like somebody who was in charge of it all. You think about Jesus, he came and he said, the kingdom of God is here. He signalled a new reign. He actually said, you know what? My kingdom, the kingdom of God is above it all. We just sung that and it's here. It's come right now. Jesus signalled that the kingdom of God was here. And when he did, he signalled that all the promises of God were yes and amen, that they were coming to fulfilment in his life. Jesus was the way, the truth and the life. And we are living in these days. We are living in the days where the kingdom of God is the ruling power of this world, amen, through Jesus. And we are the carriers of the kingdom of God. And all we need to do is believe. I, uh, I like John shared, Yes last night, you know, as we all did. Those of us who live on the northern rivers and many of us do and for our beautiful friends across the border, oh we love you and we wish we were over there right now, but we're not. <laughs> but you know when I got the news yesterday afternoon, I like all of us got that little moment of adrenaline like okay, here I go for this week. And I I really I sat down and made a little plan as I like to do. But amongst that plan, I wrote in a few things for myself, a few guidelines for myself this week, and that was that I was going to surround myself with God's truth this week. I will not surround myself with whatever truth is going to be on the media. I'm not going to surround myself with the chitter-chatter of fear or intimidation. I am going to surround myself with the truth of God because the kingdom of God is my kingdom, Okay, and the ruler of this world is Jesus, my Savior, and He is above it all. They didn't really believe the promises of God. It's as simple as that. We've got to believe the promises of God. The last one here is that they refused to trust Him and move forward in faith. They refused to trust Him and move forward in faith. (laughs) I think that's amazing. They refused to trust him, Move forward in faith. About a month ago, I I went to Movie World with my kids, okay? I hadn't been there in about 10 years, Movie World. And 10 years ago, I didn't really like rides. And 10 years on, I really, really do not like rides, okay? (laughs) I figured that out. So when we walked in, my little ones, particularly Belle, she was like, I am going to go on that Green Lantern ride, mum. Are you going to come on with me? And I was like, yup. And I'm like, let's start with the log ride first, okay? The little, little gentle log ride. So, we got on this log ride and we're going up and then it got to the pre-bit, you know, the bit beforehand and it went into the dark the dark room, right? And then I forgot, but like it takes you into this lull of this little like, you know, you go along the little rapids and then it takes you up and then it stops and you're like, "Oh, this is nice." And I'm like looking at it. I'm like, "I can do this." And then it catapulted us backwards, right? Like back, backwards, and my stomach honestly I started having heart palpitations and it was only the middle of the ride. Like we hadn't even gone up the big steep bit yet for the big moment at the end. At that moment, I started to think of all the ways to get off that ride. (laughs) I thought, what if I jump off into those bushes, but then I'm leaving my daughter Belle all alone? What if I start screaming? What if I wanted to get off that ride? okay. I don't know how you feel at the moment. Maybe you feel like you want to get off this ride of life. You're only halfway in between. You know that God has something for you in the future. But it all seems a bit hard. Can I encourage you what Jesus said, what he says to us? Trust me, just keep moving forward. Just keep moving forward in faith. Because when we get stuck where we are, that's when... We can't actually go forward and inherit all of the promises that God has for us. And I know that he has such incredible plans for you. Let me tell you this morning, his plans for your future are good. His plan is to give you a hope and a future. And nothing that these current circumstances, nothing of that can actually uh, supersede his plan and purpose for your life. And all he asks us is to believe. Firstly, believe in his promises. Will you keep on believing in the promises of God? Secondly, will you trust him and keep moving forward in faith? I love it here. It says, um, when it speaks about Jesus, it speaks about what he came to do when when he came to earth. He came and he actually came to do the impossible. See, he came to defeat every power that could ever hold us back. He came to defeat the power of sickness. He came to defeat the power of death. He came to defeat the power of disappointment in our life. You see, the story of the Israelites is that they got to the wilderness, right? And God had delivered them from Egypt. He brought them out of slavery. He brought them out of all that Egypt represented. And to them, Egypt represented disappointment. It represented disillusionment. It represented fear it represented slavery and the Israelites found themselves in the wilderness and yet Egypt was still in their hearts they still held that disappointment in their hearts they were still a slave to who they were in Egypt but the story of Jesus is that yes we once were we once were I don't know what you once were I was once timid and I was once fearful (laughs) That's who I once was. But after Jesus, I became strong and courageous. And I'm here to tell you today that the person that you might think you were is not who you are in Jesus today. He hasn't given you a spirit of fear, but he's given you a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. When um, the the Apostle Paul was talking to Timothy in that scripture there, where it says... Um, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear but of power and love and of a sound mind when he's speaking to him in 2 Timothy 1.8 he's speaking to someone who Timothy was apparently someone who is very timid and fearful I find that so that hits home to me but when he speaks to him here he's saying but not now Timothy because of Jesus, you are not that timid person. You are not that fearful person. Now you are a person of power, love and of a sound mind. And I want to speak that over you this morning, that God has taken us from somewhere, but through Jesus, we are able to inherit every promise of God. And this week in your life, as a church, we are not going to get stuck in the wilderness. We are not going to stay here, but we are going to go forward into all that God has for us. Stand on the promises of God, that we will guard the truth in our hearts and that we won't get stuck. Don't get stuck today. Don't get stuck in fear. Don't get stuck in who you might have been. But move forward into all God has for you. Jesse, I'll get you to come. If you can come and begin to play right now. You know, when Jesus came, he actually, he embodied all, all that God has for us. It says that Jesus was the way, the truth and the life. Jesus embodied the truth of God's promises and Jesus was the great promise. The Israelites had a promise of a future land that they were all headed towards. But there's such a difference in our life today because we've actually seen our promise and we've actually inherited our promise. We have inherited our promise in Jesus. Jesus. And through Jesus, we have the way into a new life, a victorious life, an overcoming life, a life that doesn't have to be held back by fear. And today, I know that there would be people watching today and you might say to me, Amy, I still feel like I'm stuck. I'm stuck here in the wilderness. I'm stuck back. I feel like a slave to these things that hold me. I feel like I can't escape this. I feel like I can't do it. It's impossible. Can I tell you it is impossible? But Jesus came and he said, what is impossible with man is not impossible with me. Because nothing is impossible with God. And today, I, 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 I just know that Jesus wants us to go in our hearts to a place of victory. To not think, oh, I'm just going to make it through this week. I'm just not going to make it through this season. No, but we are going to be more than conquerors through Jesus. And today, if you have never known the victory working power in your life that Jesus gives to you, I want to give you a chance this morning to make Jesus your Lord and Saviour. And know that you can reign above it all, just like Jesus. That He can set you free from depression, that He can set you free from fear, that He can set you free from those addictions that hold you in the name of Jesus. I want to pray a prayer of faith over you today. And if that's you today, I ask you just to bow your head today and close your eyes and simply believe. Simply believe that Jesus is your Lord and Saviour. Simply believe that he has come to set you free and that he has the power to set free your life. That's all he asks us to do is to believe. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you for each and every person, Lord, here today who has joined us here today. And I pray by the power of your Holy Spirit, I pray, Jesus, that you would come and be the Lord and Saviour of each and every life on the other end of this screen, Jesus. I pray, Lord, that fear, Lord, would be broken in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that intimidation would be broken in the name of Jesus. I pray for addictions. I pray for people to be freed today in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Jesus, that you were our promise and that in you we reign above it all. We reign above it all today, Jesus. And I pray that the victory of Jesus would resound in each and every heart and life today. In the precious name of Jesus. Amen.